Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking long weekend Friday. How the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Good. I'm ready for the weekend. Bring it on. I worked two days this week and I am back. Exhausted? Are you exhausted? Yeah. Oh, Awful cat, just awful. Energy levels at a low, but that's okay because uh, long weekends they have a way of redeeming themselves, and let's hope this is a good one. Let's bring in Dave. Dave, how are you? I am well. Also ready for the weekend. You know, it's funny you mentioned the two-day work week. Don't you find when you come back from vacation, you're you need a couple of days to sort of get back into the yeah. swing of things, and then now you're off again. Now we're off again. <laughs> you're like, mm. I didn't even get a chance to get into the swing of things. Uh, three days off and then four days on. So by day three of that four-day stretch, will be good, and then it'll be Friday again. So, yeah, we're all messed up. Well, the way you guys have taken your vacation time, it's almost like the Christmas holidays where you forget what day it is. Yes. And yeah. you're like, wait, Boxing Day's when? Yeah. Wait, Christmas is when? Constantly. And you're like, holy cow. And then, yeah, New Year's Day rolls around. When do we have to go back to work? Yeah. When do the kids go back to school? And people try to take their vacation time to line that up, and yes. it doesn't always work that way. Yes, and yes. you're just like, this is bananas to try to keep track of it all. And then I get the job of keeping track of all of your vacation. I know. That's, that's not fun. No. That's not definitely fun at all. not. I would want, like, an assistant manager just to deal with that stuff. Just the I'd schedule. Like, yeah. yeah. Especially in the summertime. Just the schedule. Just need somebody to hire them full time, pay them all year long, <laughs> just, to, just to take care of the schedule in the summer, please. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, Guys, there's so much shit to talk about. First off, Canada, our women anyway, are doing fantastic at the Olympics. We won another gold today in women's eight rowing. Are you watching any Olympic coverage at all, Dave? Or do the hours screw you up? Or is it just have no credibility? I I like the only sport I watch that isn't always live is like a Jays game. I'll PVR it and then watch the game a little later if I can't watch it on the spot. The Olympics I find tough because I can't remember when they're live. And I, I find myself not as into it when it's not live. Like, I'm not, like when yeah. they repeat it in the evening, I'm like, did I already see this one? And there's so many that I'm unfamiliar with. And there's so many Olympians that I'm unfamiliar with that I'm like, is this person w- going to win again? Is this like, because they have rowing, or, or let's just use running, for example, uh, you know, 100 meters, 400 meters, 800 meters. And I'm like, which one was which? Which one did they win for? And which one is this one that I'm watching? Yeah. I, I believe you're supposed to go back and rewatch the 2016 Olympics before uh, you watch the current one, so you're no, caught up. No, no, but Dave makes a good point because if I'm if I'm let's say scrolling through the guide on TV, which I do not do often anyway, but let's put myself in that position and I see an Olympic event of some kind, and there's a swimmer, and it happens to be from Canada, and I knew we won a gold in swimming the evening before. I feel like some of the broadcast networks that are doing this need to make it ABC one two three for people. And I mean that in, like, the, the most respectful way possible. But it is true that sometimes I have to go out of my way to be like, what is this? Is this live or is this not live? Is this mm-hmm. happening now? It's almost like we need, like, a split screen of, like, guys, this is live happening right now in this time. Or pre-recorded. here's what, you know, you can look forward to next. Here's what all the pre-recorded events. I feel I'm always confused trying to watch it, so it tunes me out. I was out on a patio on Monday night, and they had screens with, the Olympics on it and there was a I think a biathlon maybe a triathlon I don't know they didn't have the audio up so I'm watching it and I'm and I'm going is this I don't know is this live did this already happen who is this a just a longer run I have no idea I have no idea so I find it hard to keep keep interested in it I'm always happy when when Canada wins yeah. um and and there's great stories that go along with it which are awesome but yeah I have a hard time keeping up with it and and trying to make sense of what's live and what's not. Yeah. Well, and I know I the mean, time difference is there, but still. 
Yeah, but I mean, we can work around the time difference. For example, if this was the Winter Olympics, there's no way we would miss a fucking hockey game. People would get up at four o'clock in the morning to watch a a Canada USA or a Canada Russia or something like that. It's really just priorities. And I don't, for the life of me, understand why the CBC is Canada's Olympic broadcaster. I just don't get it. I mean, we have in this country two full-time, 24-7 sports networks that each have five channels and a massive digital platform. Why are they not carrying the Olympics? I get that there's money involved here, but the two sports networks are private. It's Rogers and Bell. And then you've got CBC, which is publicly funded. And did the CBC use taxpayer money to outbid private broadcasters for this? I I don't know the answer to that, but I'm frustrated with one fucking channel. And I have the CBC and, oh, here's CBC Halifax and here's CBC uh, Newfoundland and CBC Manitoba. They're all showing the same fucking thing. If I'm not mistaken, because I remember wondering the same thing when it was in Vancouver, and I believe it was CTV who got the rights that year. I believe it's one of those first rights refusal, and they do a rotate and on a rotating basis, if I'm not mistaken. So if you want to bid on it or if you want to pay for it, you pay for it. It's your turn, CBC. Are you interested in paying for the Tokyo Olympics? No, fuck that. Great. We're going to pass it on to CTV. They're next up. You want it? That's what I had the impression of, but I don't know if things, have cha- things may have changed since then, or maybe that wasn't even accurate. But I feel like that's probably the fair way to do it because how do you decide? I've watched some events on other channels, like the one Scott mentioned. But I don't know if those are live. I don't know if they have like a repeat rights. That's it. I think some might have live rights. Some might have repeat rights. I have no idea. Yeah, It's confusing. But, I mean, Scott makes a a great point about we know when Canada plays in hockey in the Olympics. And we'll get up at 4 a.m. to to watch the game. Um, But we don't do the same for the other sports. It's true. Uh, if I had known that Rosie McLennan was going to be on the trampoline at, at 3.30 this morning, I might have got up and watched it. She's a double gold medalist. I feel bad for Rosie, by the way. She was, what, four-tenths of a point out of a medal. She ended up finishing fourth. You might have actually got up to watch that. I'm going to call bullshit on that. <laughs> ah, the gymnasts are hot. and They can do crazy shit with their bodies. I like watching that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Penny Alexiak. Fourth in the women's 100-meter freestyle. She uh, just missed the podium by, get this, seven one-hundredths of a second. That's crazy. Jerry Seinfeld has a great bit. It's an older one, but he talks about the Olympics and how awful it is to be second, third, fourth, mm-hmm. because you, you lose by seven one-hundredths mm-hmm. of a second. And when people say, oh, you're in the Olympics, what, what did you do? I won silver. Oh, how close were you? About 0.72. Oh, that's so close. Oh, that's a shame. Like you missed it by just that much. Yeah. Yep. And it's and it's so so small of a fraction that we couldn't even identify it when it's written out. Like that's how close it was. That kind of gives you more of an appreciation for those athletes though that have won time and time again. Like your Michael Phelps. He was clearly the best at what he did. And there was no questionable, oh, you were so close to Michael Phelps. There was none of that. You won by a long shot in that sport. So it, you do have to train super hard if you if you want to make that gold. And it does suck, by the way. That would suck to go all the way there, train so hard, and ah, I didn't even make the podium by less than a second. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, less than a tenth oh of a second. My, less than a tenth of a second. Like, that's insane. You can't, you cannot, you can't snap that fast. You cannot yeah. show that short amount of time it's, in any particular way. You can't click something. It doesn't work. You, you can't, can't say do. your name that fast. No, that, isn't that no. wild? No. Uh, and, and that's the, the pressure that comes along with it, too. And, yeah. and I don't know how they feel after the fact that they're like, Ah, man, that, you know, I didn't get a medal, but seven tenths of a second or seven one hundredths of a second. I feel pretty good about how I landed. 
Yeah. You know, or, or where I ended up here. Yeah. I, oof, I don't know if I could handle that, though. Yeah, there's two schools of thought on it. There's some people who think, oh, my God, just getting to the Olympics is amazing. There's other people who think, well, unless you medal, it doesn't really matter. And then there's other people who think unless you get gold, there's nothing else that matters. Right. The Olympics are one of those sports that have a participation medal. Basically, oh, you didn't win, but here's a prize. Well, and the Olympics are more than just the Olympics for these athletes because there are a lot of sponsorships that they'll get based on their performance. You know, even though Penny, for example, maybe just missed the podium, you still don't think there's a lot of Canadian companies that are just dying to work with her and give her all their money to wear their stuff or give her money to show up at events when they endorse our yogurt endorse things like so there's so much more to it than just that so her just even having a name and a face for her country that in its own is pretty good I think we have real short memories though I mean when Penny comes home or when this team that won the gold this morning in the women's eight rowing crew when they come home it's gonna be oh yeah you're from a small town we're gonna have a parade down main street for you and it's going to be good. And then a few weeks from now, when everybody forgets, they're getting paid 30 bucks to go to the grand opening of a goddamn car dealership. You know, like it doesn't last long. You got to make your money while you can. It's so funny you make that exact example because that's what happened to me. And yes, I will fully admit I had to Google this person, but I was doing what we do in radio occasionally where we show up to events and our radio station was at this event and I was live on location and they were really pumped about us being there and about an Olympic gold medalist being there too. Like God, they're like, cat, guess who's going to be there? And I, I actually forget her name already, which is terrible, but let's just say it's Jane Smith, Jane Smith from team Canada hockey. Like I watched those games and I didn't even recognize the name, which is horrible, yeah. but I was so excited too. She let me wear her gold Olympic medal. By oh. the way. She let me wear it. Like she was a sweetheart, but I, to go back to Scott's point about that, I watched the game. I was invested in that whole time, but this was six maybe even eight months after the fact. And I went, don't recognize that one. Uh, okay, cool. I have to look this up to make sure I know all the info because I'm going to be interviewing her on the air too. Yeah. So, yes, you're absolutely right, Scott. We do have a short memory. Unless you're those, Michael Phelps. Unless you're Tessa and Scott. Unless Usain you're Bolt. Who, Usain Bolt. Unless you're those people who really make headlines and are winners multiple times or for very large events, we do tend to forget. So these have to be athletes that are bigger than the sport. Yep. So, so the question and the sport being, itself needs to be decent, too. Well, yeah, absolutely. And this is a great point. Because Scott, you're very much involved in lacrosse. Mm-hmm. And lacrosse is big in the country, but it's not household name big in a lot of places. So how do we grow those smaller sports into the big spectacles that the, the main ones get? What do mm-hmm. we do? How do we get to that next level? Well, I mean, I think lacrosse is well on its way. I mean, they've got this massive TV deal for both the indoor game, box lacrosse, the National Lacrosse League, mm-hmm. and for in the States. I mean, NBC has the broadcast rights to the Premier Lacrosse League. So, I mean, it's growing and it will be at the, I believe it's 2028 Olympics is where lacrosse is going to make its debut. So that's good. It's some of the other sports that they have at the Olympics that people just see it and they roll their eyes like Oh, skateboarding is on. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's an Olympic sport now. And I mean, they kind of have a point. The Olympics are supposed to be a celebration of fitness and achievement. And and you see it in those rowers and the runners and the high jumpers and whatever. But then the the skateboarders walk in wearing baggy shorts. And it looks like they were up playing Fortnite for 10 hours before the competition. Hold on. It's kind of, no, like that whole, that thing, if anyone has that mentality, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because there are some sports that are very realistic to get into. Skateboarding would be one of those. 
It's affordable for kids to do. They can start mm-hmm. young and work their way up. That's something to look up to. You don't wake up in the morning and look up to someone doing luge. Like, that's usually not the case. I'm sure Great it example. Is I'm sure it is sometimes. But you know what I mean? You, it also has to be on that level of relating to that sport. And I'll give you a good example, a solid example of a guy, Canadian Olympian, who took what he did, albeit not interesting, but he was an interesting personality and he made a living off of it, is John Montgomery. You guys know who John Montgomery is? Nope. He's now the host multiple years running of Amazing Race Canada and pocketing really good oh, money. That's okay. He was the the guy who took the beer, would he take a beer bucket at the, at the Olympics so many years ago? And because he just had this outrageous personality, even though he was a skeleton, if I'm not mistaken, it was like skating. It was like skeleton. I don't even know the name of it. That's the best part. I <laughs> what are you even, talking about? I don't even remember what he did. He was he Skeletor was, in the new no, He-Man. No, he was. He was a skeleton racer. That's what they're called. He was yeah. a skeleton racer. And he made a name for himself. Just, did you see that guy who took beer? Like, that's the that's Canada. That's the Canada I know. And he took it, and his personality was out there, and he got a job off of it. And now he makes a ton of money. So, Look at Adam Vancouverden. Yes, he, uh, sure. Olympic example. kayaker. Now he's like, I don't know, fourth in command to be leader of the country because yeah. he can fucking row. <laughs> like, and, 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 row. and he can row. He can row he us to can safety. <laughs> can I go back one second to the gold medal thing, Kat? You, you said you wore the gold medal. Yes, I did. Did did you feel weird wearing the gold medal? Yeah, like I didn't deserve it? Yeah, Is that what yeah. you're trying yeah, to suggest? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> you kind of devalued it a bit. I wondered why she gave it to me. I was actually like, do people ask for it? And she said, yeah, they do. And I didn't ask for it, but she's like, here, wear it. And you don't turn down an Olympic gold medalist yeah. giving you an Olympic gold medal. You don't. I have a similar story to that. A couple of years ago when the Argos won the Great Cup, they came to uh, a, um, a nightclub that I was working at as an MC there, and they showed up, and they brought the Grey Cup. It was like a week after they won, and they had been partying since they won. So they come in, and these guys are enormous. They're, the, they're three times the size of the bouncers. Like, yeah. like they walk in, and they're like, we're having beers. And they, they grab me, and they're like, let's go. So they start pouring in beers into the Grey Cup and making me drink out of it. Oh, oh wow. And I'm like... Oh, I don't know if I should be doing this. I'm not this. worthy. I totally <laughs> felt like that. So they're they're like, just drink it. And they're, they're pouring it. And I'm just like covered in beer. I'm drinking as much as I possibly can. And I think that actually might be where COVID started. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's all these people drinking out of the Grey Cup at the same time. Yeah, it's not a lab. It's from, the, it's from this. Yeah. But it was just beers, 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 pouring in as much as they possibly can and just drink from the trophy. And it was wild, but I actually felt like... I don't think I deserve this, gentlemen. And they're like, yeah, you do. Drink it. Like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> That's part of the celebration, I think, is sharing it with other people. If you yeah. can't share with people who root for you, who are part of your community or your country, then what is it for? But are you? do you have any nerves at all? Like, look what happened with the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup. It got all dented up. <laughs> and then they had to send it back to Montreal to get fixed. Like, they dented the crap out of the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And from what I understand, they... They use basically like a replica to tour with because they don't want the original getting mm-hmm. demolished. There is a, a legendary story from when the Dallas Stars won. Uh, and Guy Carboneau used to play for the Canadians and then played for, for Dallas. He was a big metalhead and he partied with the band Pantera. And, and the legend is that the, the Stanley Cup was thrown out of a hotel window into the pool below. <laughs> I believe that. Uh, yeah. I could believe that. But and that's the story that I heard. So I don't I don't I wasn't there obviously. I don't know the exact details of it, but that to to me is just like the party gets so crazy that yep. like do you have any 
fear that you may drop the metal, you may chip it, you might like yeah. something goes wrong. Yeah, I had those. I I did have those fears. I wore it for a very small amount of time. Like it was literally take it back. Like a minute. I probably wore it for a minute. It was very heavy, and I remember mm-hmm. commenting that, and she said, "Everyone says that." And then I was like, "Here, take it, take it, take it." Yeah, I wanted nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it after that. It you just like, didn't cool. want to. I took yeah. a picture, and then it was done. That's it. Over. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we got some news this morning that was published in the, which one was it? I want to get it right because they're the source. I think it was the New York Times. They posted a leaked report that the CDC has in America that they're sitting on. They haven't released it yet, but they might release it as early as today now that it's been published in a newspaper. That put the Delta variant in perspective. They said the Delta variant is as contagious as chicken pox, and it can be spread equally amongst people who are vaccinated and those who are not vaccinated. Oh, great. Now all can the I calamine you- lotion is going to be sold out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who bought stocks in that? Yeah. I got COVID and I'm itchy as shit. <laughs> I got to tell you, I actually appreciate that analogy because we keep hearing shit like, oh, the Delta variant, and we don't see the Delta variant. We don't know anything about it, and we're basically at the end of COVID as we knew it. So, I mean, when they say Delta variant, it's very easy to just roll your eyes and think, oh, yeah, here we fucking go. Government's trying to control us again. I like that somebody put it into perspective using an analogy that we can all understand. Just as contagious as the chicken pox. Mm-hmm. I think just about everybody, most people have had the chicken pox at one point. We know how easily we got it and how much we had to stay away from other people to stop spreading it. I think that's a good way to put it. Until what, Scott? Until they had a vaccine. A vaccine, yes. And now my children, for example, who had that shot, I didn't. I had the chicken pox along with my brother and sister. They used to have chicken pox parties. Maybe yep. you're super young listening to this podcast. Let me tell you oh, back what the they day. used to do. And I don't know if you guys can relate to this. I certainly can. But they used to have chicken pox parties because everyone knew at a certain point your kid was going to get chicken pox. And whatever kid they were around, because it was super contagious, was going to get chicken pox too, unless they already had it. So we used to just get to Like as soon as my brother and sister had it, that was great. Fine. We were all contained into our house. We stayed in our house for like however long it took for it to be over. Anyone else want chicken pox for their kids and get that over with now? Come on over to our house. And that's what, we, that's what you used to do, like chicken yep. pox party, which sounds really fucked up now. But it's true until the vaccine was there. So does that give you guys more hope when it comes to the vaccine for this? If they're saying it's not like they're directly relating it to chicken pox, but giving you the example of how contagious it is. Yeah, I mean, I appreciated the analogy. I, it's not chicken pox, but it, if it can spread in, in the same way. I mean, chicken pox, you just had to be close proximity to somebody and you could catch it. So I'm glad knowing that they've compared it to that. That will put it in perspective for people. Uh, me personally, I'm glad I got vaccinated. I know that if I do catch it, the odds of me ending up in the hospital are extremely low. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with it. I mean, I'm glad I got double vaccinated. I'm happy with that. That, I think, was a smart decision for me. But I also, I'm not going to criticize people who aren't vaccinated. Because if you want to make a choice for your own health care, nobody else should have any say in that. Uh, I, I'm just glad they put it in perspective. Like, doesn't it feel like, oh, okay, now I get why you guys are all freaking out about this fucking mystery Delta variant. I it sort is- of get it. I, I sort of understand why they would put that analogy out there. And I do appreciate the analogy. My fear, though, is that because people... And never seem to get the full story. They're going to think, oh, it, it, if it's just like chicken pox, then what's the big deal? We've all had it. Who cares? 
Right. You know? So it, you, you worry that they yes. downplay it because, oh, they told us it's like chicken pox. No, it's that's not, not what they said. Yeah, chicken pox isn't deadly. Like, no, they're not talking it's not about what they're they just said. saying as, yeah. yes, I, I, because people only hear what they, little th- sometimes people just pick up on the small things, right? Yeah. yeah that's my right. fear right. is that people will downplay it because yeah. they've said, they've made a comparison. They won't understand the comparison. Nothing wrong with the comparison that they made, and they laid it out very well. My problem is, is that half the population doesn't yeah. want to listen to the whole yeah. thing, and then we'll twist it to how... So we'll have variant fits. parties, and everybody will get the variant, Yeah, why man? don't we all just get together and have a COVID party? <laughs> that's not what they're saying, and that's, that's not, not what Kat's suggesting no. here. Okay, but now, knowing that, <laughs> that comparison that we can all understand in plain and simple terms, it's as contagious as the chicken pox. Are you willing to go to a ball game tonight and watch the Blue Jays versus the Royals? Home Sweet Dome is happening tonight in the six. Yeah. Dave's not there, but you would still go. I mean, if you got free tickets, good seats. Mm-hmm. You, you're going. <laughs> you're going to give me good what seats. A, I'll go. What a silly <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't want to pay for the nosebleeds, right? No, I also know that they are, um, that they're distancing. They're, they're spreading yeah. everybody out. So it's also on me too, that I don't want to crowd in where there's a ton of people. So, mm-hmm. you know, I hope that at the, at Rogers center, they're going to spread out and let people in, in the gates all around the building rather than, you know, like gate five at Rogers center is that one that's kind of down near where the uh, CN tower is. And that's where the bulk of people go in. Uh, and, and it's always like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. And if you walk down for three minutes, you'll go to a gate where there's nobody lined up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the, you're most likely to get the bobbleheads. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> this. Yeah. Call. Here's a smart hack for any of those special giveaway days. I would line up and go up to the second deck. Yeah. So the 200 level entry. So if you go up the stairs, the lineups there are usually a lot smaller. Uh, now they, people are fucking lazy. <laughs> they yeah. don't stairs. Stairs. Fuck that. No. <laughs> uh, I've been standing in line for nine hours to get a replica of Marcus Stroman jersey, but I will not. Walk I will upstairs. not walk up the stairs. That is where I draw the line. <laughs> you know what I worry about with the Jays in particular is number one. I get that they're going to distance people. In the stands, but we all know there's a lot more to it. There's the subway ride there or the go train ride there. There is the uh, waiting to get into the stadium. There's the on the concourse looking to buy a souvenir or a hot dog or a beer and people bunch up. They really do. And even if you want to stay away from other people, it's hard to avoid other people when you get 15,000 of anybody anywhere. You're going to bunch up at times. And that kind of worries me a bit. Uh, I hope that they've done everything they can to limit the spread because I don't think we can go back at this point. But the other thing I'm worried about is that the Blue Jays are staring an opportunity right in the fucking face and they're going to screw it up. Guys, this is your excuse to play proper baseball. Open the roof, play with the dome open all the time, regardless of the weather. And if fans get wet, fans get wet. And if fans are cold, then fans are cold. You play baseball outside. Yeah, you, what would be wrong with that? This is an opportunity to say the dome is going to be open 90% of the time. Unless there's actual lightning, we're going to use the dome the way the dome was supposed to be used. And that's exactly what the Jays said yesterday. Oh, did they? Yeah, they're gonna, the dome's going to remain open. If it rains, they're going to close it halfway. Um, and, and then that way, it'll, there's some protection on the field, but still maintaining the ventilation. So unless there's an extreme weather situation, they're not closing it. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like cracking the window in the car a little bit, closing it halfway? Kind of is a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's still raining. You had a drive-through um, and you're 
and it, they taking forever to, oh, to the worst. ask you 50 questions. Like, you know, it's raining sideways right now. And it's <laughs> right in the face. It's like somebody's shooting me with a garden hose. Hurry up with the coffee. Yeah. Or the window's up all the way and you're like, Can I get a fucking they can't hear you. You can't hear them. I'm like, ah, oh, forget it. Just give me whatever you got. Uh, speaking of the Jays, uh, let's talk a little bit about that portion of Toronto. If you've never been to the six, and I know that there's people who listen to after nine from around the world, uh, Toronto crammed all the attractions into one area near the lakeshore. So you've got the CN tower right next to that is the Scotiabank arena where the Leafs and Raptors play on the other side of the CN tower is Rogers center, the dome where the blue Jays play. And like just down the street from there is Ontario place which used to be an amusement park, but it's been closed for nine years because our government is so fucking incompetent, they couldn't figure out how to make an attraction on the waterfront profitable, so it's been closed for nine years. Today's the day they announced the plan. Here's what we're doing with Ontario Place. Finally! And by the way, you forgot about Ripley's, which is always booming. I don't know what it's doing now. But Ripley's is right below the CN Tower. Yeah, I mean, just, so many attractions are down ramp. there in one spot. And ramp. then if there's an event going on at the Metro Toronto Convention oh, Center, oh, forget don't it. even forget. Don't remember. Don't, well, have to, we have to remember that. Concert, especially. Yeah. And yeah, if there's a game, concert. Sometimes there's nights where it was all in one. And I remember the night of the Ed Sheeran concert down there. It was Comic. It was our local Com- Toronto Comic Con. Oh yeah, that one's right. called Fan Comic-Con. Fest. Yeah, Ed Sheeran was playing. Plus there was a that was at. Uh, that was at ACC, old Scotiabank. Probably now. like Monster Jam or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there was, and then there was a Jays game. It was all at the same time, and when all of them get let out at the same time, it's a gosh. Oh yeah, it's a go- like driving down there. Forget it. There was Sit one in your car of, and wait. There was. I, I'll go back to 2019. Um, there was a night where TFC, the Raptors, the Jays, all played at home, and there was a concert at the uh, Budweiser stage. Oh, snap. Uh, mm-hmm. Good luck. Too much. Perfect storm. Yeah, good, good luck. This good. is No, like, <laughs> this is why, unless I'm staying down there now, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't think COVID will even impact it, because once we get back to normal, I'm sure it'll go back to this this way again if we do. So I, I can't, unless I'm staying down there, I'm not doing it. I'm not driving out of that mess. I'm not driving out of that jungle. It I'm takes forever to get back. Forever. Yeah, it's, it's a long run. With Gardner Expressway? No. There's no express no, about it. There's nothing express. <laughs> nothing express. Oh, Chad, if, if, if the expressway's oh, bad, just God. take Lakeshore. Yeah. <laughs> ah, fucking Lakeshore. I'd rather no. saw off my own arm. Like, no, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm done with it. It's either hotel or I'm not going at all. I'm it's- surprised there's not traffic jams during the Honda Indy, like the actual race, because yeah. part yeah. of it's on Lakeshore. You're right. I'm surprised <laughs> that they're not just like, well, can't get on the gardener because for some reason we close this this on ramp every single night. Uh, oh, the is over. They put that fucking yellow arm down, and it drives me crazy when yes. I just want to get home. And, and then there's like three. We're so, it's a very tor- Toronto centric conversation right now. It but is, but if, if you thing. have to squeeze into that one and a half lane that gets onto the gardener, and if you don't get over there fast enough, you're going Lakeshore, and then you can see the brake lights. And you're like, no, No. it's like, and there's no way to turn around. There's nowhere to go back. Like, you're like, well, I guess I'm going home next Wednesday. Scott brought up the yellow (laughs) arm too. You know, those moments where you think you can squeeze through, like no one else is taking this, this exit fucking right. And you go over to the right because nobody's in that lane for a reason. And you're like, oh, yellow bars down. down. Fuck. (laughs) Then you get back over like an asshole. And then there's times where you think maybe I should just do like an in-town route. Like I'll just go up to Dundas and take that. And you're like, this is no better. It's just all of it. 
and it's a very obviously a very populated area but imagine the bigger cities too like you yeah. know los angeles is a great example where their highways yeah. are busy all the time all the time yes. and when they talk about la traffic and you see the overhead and you, you hear like the uh, the traffic reporter it's like 15 minutes of traffic when they explain like well there's 19 lanes and they're all stopped and here's why and they have to go into like a full story <laughs> right before you, holidays is my favorite time to watch those cameras because that's yeah. when they usually show them on the news like right ahead of uh whatever it might be uh christmas holidays fourth whatever. of july it's fourth yeah. of july no forget it that's it looks terrible Going back to Ontario Place, though, was that the oh, point, yeah, right. of, was that that was the the point, point of the conversation? Yeah. Well, I was just going to add to that, since you guys brought up I'm U.S. Curious. traffic. Yeah. The Americans are really, really good at it because a lot of their highways, quote unquote, are two lanes going one direction and two lanes come in the other direction. People drive in the right lane, they pass on the left, and then for the most part, they get back to the right. It all works. Traffic flows with a total of four lanes. This If you've never been to Toronto, if you take the 401 through Toronto... There is nine, no, what is it? No, it's now 12 lanes, six in each direction, and it's still backed up 24-7. It's it is, but awful. at least there's no tolls. No, I that's true. hate tolls. You have tolls to keep a roll of quarters in your car at all times in the States. It's so dumb. We don't have that here. With, like, I, sometimes I wonder, would I take lighter or worse traffic over adding tolls? And my answer is probably yes. See, and what Scott just said He's been to Bills games. Yep. And you just exposed yourself as the guy who leaves in the third quarter to beat traffic. Yeah, because I am. You've never tried to come out of, was a New Era, not New Era Stadium anymore. I forget what they call it now, but the Bills Stadium. You've never tried to come out of there at the end of a game, have you? No, I'm not fucking crazy. He's at the Rainbow Bridge by the time, by the, time the fourth <laughs> quarter starts. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, Ontario Place. What would you do with it if it, if you were uh, in charge here? Because today Doug is going to come out with John Tory and announce the plan to do something with Ontario Place. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what they have to say because, like you said, Scott, eight has it seriously been eight years? It closed in 2012. It's been nine years. Unbelievable. So for me, I like that they have um, helped me with the name of it. The place, wedding venue, the one we went, crashed a wedding there one year. Atlantis. Atlantis. So they have Atlantis close by there. I would like to see more. Sp- spaces like that because it is a very pretty view so if they did something more with that and something for the whole family would be good because they do have space for parking if they use it for that so i don't know i feel like an attraction of some kind i would love i would love to have another attraction down there give me all the options if i'm going down there i want options so So you got concert venues down there then because you got budweiser stage you've got you do um echo Echo beach echo beach yeah so what like what else do you put in there there, so there's still talk about where, where the Jays will end up when they build their stadium closer to the water. Rebuild the damn Rogers Center. You want it there? You yep. think that they should move it there? Back where Exhibition Stadium used to be, which is basically now where BMO Field is. You can't tear that down. Just put up the Jays Stadium. But what do you like? What do you do? Right? Because you have you know, it was a Coca Cola Coliseum it used to be Rico. Yes, Coca Cola. That's another Coliseum. venue down yes, there. Yes, it is. Um, but Ontario Place for itself used to go there because it was a day trip. Used to go yeah. and you could do the paddle boats an and all amusement. that kind of stuff. I, I would like it to see it as an amusement, not a concert venue, maybe an amusement center, and then like a Coney Island kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, yes, I, that's exactly what I want. Get a see. fair by the water. Like, let's have a proper fucking boardwalk, like right. New Jersey you know, style boardwalk. Let's Casino. go to the X every any day. Let's go to the X any fucking day. You know, yep. I like that, and have indoor por- portions so that you can keep it running in the really cold months, but have outdoor portions too. Listen, it, it, it's crazy to me that we have actual waterfront property that we couldn't make a success. 
It's been closed for nine fucking years. So they might as well just take it down and make it something that everybody can use and have a couple of little attractions. Nothing that's going to draw massive crowds, but a good place that you can go and look at the lake or throw a fishing rod down or something. Just a good little boardwalk style. Uh, Atlantic City, no, without the casinos, that sort of thing, like a Jersey Shore kind of spot. That I've would got be it. good. I've got the I've got the solution. It's going to be your hub to get to everything else. It can be Rogers Center. It could be Scotiabank Arena, whatever it may be. It's a giant slingshot. Yeah. So <laughs> you go you go to Ontario Place and you're like, yeah, I'm going to take the uh, Rogers Center slingshot. Thank you very much. You get in and they just fire you through the air and you land in a crash pad outside of Rogers Center. Nothing yeah. can go wrong. Perfect. Yeah, wonderful sounds idea. Sounds good. I'm also the guy, though, to try and minimize some of the distraction. Here's what we should do. Turn the Ontario place into a proper boardwalk waterfront type attraction. Then we're going to take Rogers Center, where it is now, and we're going to move it up to the Downsview Air Force Base. It's going to be at the 401 in the Allen from now Ooh. on because we got to get the Jays off the water. If you're going to keep the goddamn lid closed as much as you guys do, you don't need the water there anyway because you can't see it. And it's just adding to the problem. Then, with Rogers Center up at Downsview, we're going to take Wonderland, and we're going to move that to Niagara Falls. <laughs> That's the plan. You know these things aren't made of Lego, right? You can't You're just take it not. apart and move it. Yeah, <laughs> just going to back up a couple of trucks and load everything up, and we're going. <laughs> It's not a mobile if, home. If you're you moving the Rogers Center, you don't put something like a Wonderland where that is, because you want less, pe- I feel like you want less congestion. You want something that takes up a little more space, but doesn't have as much people. You know what I mean? I, I Listen, feel, Wonderland right, yeah. used to be in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, now Vaughn is an incredibly large area, and it ended up right next to the biggest mall in the country. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a problem, especially if you're northbound on the 400 and you don't want to go to the mall or to Wonderland. You just want to carry on to Major Mac. You're going to get stuck in traffic from people pulling over. So listen, get it out of there. Let's force everybody down to Niagara. If you want to have fun, you go to the falls and let's build some houses there. And and the Rogers Center, we can just rebuild it where Downsview is. Everybody wins and we eliminate some congestion. It would be a winner. Fun where you live? No, sir. No, sir. You got to go somewhere to have fun. You can't have fun where you live. This looks like fun. Get it the fuck out of here. <laughs> move, this, move this roller coaster. It's too close to people's homes, and it's too easy to get to. Seriously. Get I that love, fucking thing I, out of there. It's not a real mountain. You can move oh, it, assholes. I love where Wonderland is. I'm glad it's out of the way because I don't want to, like I said, I don't even want to go into Toronto unless it's for a really good reason, and I have to pay a lot of money for it, and I know that, but it's got to be worth it for me. So if I know I'm going to Wonderland, I can avoid Toronto. Fabulous. I don't care. I'll spend all day. I'll go to Vaughn Mills. I'll do all the things in the area while I'm there. Fine. I'm good with that. If you're I, gonna I don't go- think the people in Vaughn are all that thrilled with us tourists that keep going there just to park in their lot and ride their roller coasters. <laughs> but it's fun. But then move. <laughs> move. <laughs> Nobody told you to live near Wonderland. Yeah. The um the Ontario Place conversation, it's kind of hit a spot now with Ontario Place where it's almost like like Toronto Island where what do you do there now? Like, mm-hmm. Do you go there? Do you take the ferry over to the island? What you, what's there? I I don't even know. I would pave the whole fucking thing over. The island? No, no. I mean the area what? between the island and Toronto. There's really no point in having oh, the a lake. little fucking ferry going across. Yeah, just pave just over pave the, lake, the lake. It'll be fine. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> just pave Lake Ontario. It's fine. Everyone's always complaining about lack of parking in Toronto anyway. Just pave, pave over the, uh, Scott's the lake. Scott's like a wizard. Like, yeah, we'll just knock down the Rogers Center, bring it over here, pave the lake, everything's fine. Yeah, he's treating this like it's SimCity. 
Like you just you can't do. You that. know, I don't like where this roller coaster is. Going to destroy it and move it over here on the map. It is like Sim City. You're fucking right. Yeah, roller Scott coaster tycoon Scott Fox over here. <laughs> and so I wouldn't mind giving blow. There's hookers giving blowjobs in between. Oh, nope, can't have that. <laughs> move that over to the island. Oh, you see no, this lake? Let's just pave over it. <laughs> and here's where Dave's slingshot's going to go. There should be an easier way to get from that end of Lake Ontario to the GTA. And I don't think a bridge that far is practical, so we might as well just fucking pave it over and make a road. Because that's way easier. <laughs> pave over a lake. <laughs> a bridge from fucking Burlington to Mississauga would solve some problems. There you go. And get rid of the congestion on the QEW. Guys, I just made everyone's lives easier here. Just by playing Scott Sim City. Except for the people who have to figure out how to pave over a lake. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do is when we get all that shitty snurt at the end of winter, just plow it all into the lake and before it melts, throw some concrete on top. It'll be fine. It'll harden by yeah, the it'll, time we're... It'll definitely hold the, the cold. Yeah. No. It'll be easy to... <laughs> It's no problem. All those fish, no problem there. Who cares about the environment? Fuck the environment, okay? What if fish, they're adaptable. What have fish ever done for us? What? (laughs) Okay, but we used to have that ferry that went from Toronto to Rochester, and although I never took it, I did like the idea of it. It would be nice to be able to get to uh, central New York State from Toronto without having to go all the way around. I forgot about that ferry. It always sounded like a great idea. Whatever happened to it? Did it Nobody just go used away? it. Like you we two. fucked the Americans on it. That's probably why the border's not open yet. Because we still fucked mad them on the ferry. Still mad about the dumb ferry. <laughs> yeah. To Toronto to, to, what was it, Rochester? Yeah, it was called the Cat with a C, though. And ah, with the Cat, you really? could go down to the ferry terminal, which was basically at the docks at the time. And you got on, and 45 minutes later, you were in Rochester, New York. Because it's a lot shorter if you go as the crow flies across the lake. Yeah, instead the, of having to drive around the lake. Which that's right. Takes you a while. So now, the Americans, they built this big fucking ferry terminal in Rochester and everything. And then when they said, okay, our, our, our terminal's done. You guys ready? We were like, oh, you guys were serious about oh, that? Oh, we're still yeah, doing we that. Yeah, we didn't do that. We now, didn't build one. Now Sorry. there's some shithole abandoned terminal in Rochester that they're Aww. like... Really, guys? There's, like, homeless people shitting in it. Meanwhile, because we fucked it up, they took the boat, and now it's ferrying people back and forth between Maine and Nova Scotia. Well. We repurposed it. (laughs) Why don't we send Canada's Wonderland out to Nova Scotia, then, and make them happy when they first get here? They're like, wow, look, they have roller coasters everywhere you turn. Throw Wonderland (laughs) on a ferry. Yeah, it's easy. Let's pick it right up. Just pick it up. (laughs) Just have to dig a little bit underneath. It's not that big of a deal. Let's get an extra truck. It's Trust fine. me, that's why the border's not reopened. Biden, he remembers when we fucked Rochester. I could see now if if Scott ever runs for office, this is going to come back to haunt him. And yeah. he's going to have <laughs> his competitors going to be like, right here. Scott Fox wants to pave over Lake Ontario. <laughs> he's not a friend he, of the environment. He said, fuck the fish. What have they ever done for us? <laughs> Paid for by the campaign <laughs> of Dave Lazard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, guys, I do actually have to go because I'm going to try again today to get into the States. Don't bring up the ferry. No, no. Hey, they, remember they when remember. we screwed you guys over with the ferry? <laughs> Talking to the guy at the border and he's like, yep. Yes, we do. <laughs> go home. Where are you trying to cross? Okay, so I learned my lesson last time because 
after I tried to cross last time and I still stay say that I had an essential reason, plus I have property in the States. I mean, I should be able to go there. Good reason. And I'm a property owner. What's the problem here? They didn't think that was essential. They turned me around. And then since I told that story, everybody has said, don't go to Windsor. The guys there are fuckers. You don't want to go to Windsor. So I'm going to try today at Sarnia. A, because it's a fresh start with different border guards. And B, if they don't let me in, I'm going to tell my son to just keep going because he definitely can go in. He's got a visa. I will sit in Sarnia until Dave gets there to pick me up and take me home. <laughs> I have not had this plan silence, laid out in front of me yet. Silence your phone now, Dave. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's weird. I don't get any signal from calls from Sarnia. It's weird. <laughs> they, they just go right to voicemail. I don't I don't know why. Um, well, that's, that's a bold... Uh, it's a bold strategy there. Oh, I'm okay. excited to see if it pays off. Realistic. I know. I'm so curious. I hope. I do hope you manage to make it over. Did, did they seem as though they were taking any notes last time you tried to cross the border? Like, did they take your ID and, and bring Was it in somewhere? Things? Did they swipe it? Um, oh yeah. Oh, oh, then you're on the list. Oh, no, Scott, you're you're you've been tagged, man. Yeah. You, no. it's gonna you, pop up no, as soon man. as they look at your ID. You when think you get that there. one border doesn't talk to another border? <laughs> What do you think well, this is? The sovereign you know, land of Sarnia does not recognize the border rules of Windsor. This, do you these are know the same how people just different spots? Yeah. The American government is a massive bureaucracy. The odds of guys at this border crossing talking to guys at that border crossing are system. very slim. Yeah, yeah, it's the same system. If they swiped your ID or any of any took any documentation, they're going to be able to be like, "Okay, Mr. Fox. Oh, I see that you've Oh, you already fucking tried this shit a month ago. (laughs) It was last long weekend I tried. And do you worry that they're going to go, what, do you think we're stupid? (laughs) We were considering letting you go. And then it's a get out of the car, sir. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. The last time they made me get out of the car, I got to quarantine for two weeks afterwards. Yeah, because now you're out. No, I mean, if they say, do you think we're stupid? I'm going to say, no, I think the guys in Windsor are stupid. I think you're the smart <laughs> ones who are going to let me in. Windsor's tough. I, I will say just even okay, like prior well. to COVID, COVID, it was it was tough. You Like I went over for a Detroit Tigers game with a couple of friends and they like look in the car and be like, do you all know each other? Like, uh, Yes, we're going to the baseball game together. Oh, yeah. What baseball game? Uh, Blue Jays and Tigers, sir. And where are they playing? Well, I'm assuming at Comerica Park, uh, which is the home of the Tigers or, or we're screwed. Uh, but it was just like, oh, can I see your tickets? They had to scan them and make yeah. sure that they'd look at them. And they're like, okay, yeah, these are okay. Like, they weren't sure if we were truly going over the border for a game. Like, wh- what do you think I'm coming to Detroit for? Well, no. I mean, what the do you think I'm coming to Detroit different. for? Between Windsor and Detroit, I have no doubt in my mind they see a lot of shit. Like, oh, for driven sure. Driven through Detroit. Yeah, oh, yeah. through that area of Windsor. Many times. Uh, between the two of them. You can kind of understand why some might be a little bit more, you know, a little bit more strict than the others. I went to look a Hardee's at, at eight Does he mile. look like he's a fucking drug mule? Like, let the goddamn lift the bridge and let him go but to the I ball do, game. But, but I've been through both border crossings, and I do agree with you. Because my way in, it was like skipping and frolicking through. I'm going shopping. Oh, have a good day. Won't even look at your ID. Fuck it. Go. Have fun. Yeah. You know? And I skip on over. The other side, when I was going to WrestleMania, I remember it being an issue. Like, there was an, we had to stop and get out and everything else. But it was it was not as fun, probably because they see a lot of shit there compared to. So maybe you are, you are onto something, Scott. You never know. They're like, well, the Galleria. 
pick me up some shoes. <laughs> High five you on the way by. You're like, yes, we're going to Buffalo. Make sure you don't forget to rip the tags off of everything you buy. <laughs> <laughs> Wear nine shirts on the way back. <laughs> yeah, they're all having Hope you a brought good your time. duffel bag in your trunk. <laughs> <laughs> And I did. And I did. You sure did. <laughs> the people in Niagara are so fucking cool. It's just those Windsor people that are pricks. <laughs> but again, I think it truly is because they've seen more shit. I think you have to have a, you have to be a little bit more hard. Niagara, it's almost like a goddamn game. They're like, just keep going. We don't give a shit. No, I, I, got a, no. I got a little drunk at a Detroit Go Lions faster. game a few years ago. I went to the Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah. And, and my buddy, he was driving. He was the DD. So, so uh I, I don't know why I decided that the border was the time to get rambunctious. I got to the border, oh, no. coming back, and uh, they said, you know, how long was your stay? And I was like, too long. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy's like, please shut up. Like, he has a Nexus card and everything. He's like, I don't want to get any trouble here. And he's like, please just don't say anything. And I'm like, no problem. So we get it. We get it. And then, like, yeah, too long we were there. And then they say, oh, okay. It's like, uh been drinking a little bit, huh? And I go, me? You should see how much he drank. Like, oh, oh you fuck. You Just to be a dick, right? And he hadn't drank at all, oh. which was amazing. So she looks at him and just goes, where are you staying? And we were staying at a hotel in Windsor. And, and, and they're just like, go get him to bed. And then just let us go through. <laughs> <laughs> so the people, yeah, too long. Yeah, the people in Windsor. Uh, they've seen a thing or two, and it's probably idiots like me that have made it harder for people like you, Scott. Yeah. So I apologize. Well, I knew eventually you'd have something to do with this, so that's that's about right. <laughs> that's why f- he's calling you. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the payback. I got to drive to Sarnia this afternoon. Great. <laughs> have a great long weekend, everybody. We will be back on Tuesday with another edition of After Nine. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.